What's up, Dip Squad? It's too much dip. My name's Dave. I'm going to be hosting today. Joining me in studio, as always, it's noted contributor Dylan. Dylan oh, wow. Shivery. Thank you for that fantastic intro. Dip Nash out there. Hey, listen, I'm here to tell you that we're almost a month away from college football starting. Actually, I think some games probably start about a month from now. Some of the, you know, you know, there's that random game that no one really cares about, but you're watching it anyway because it's college football. It's on like a Thursday night or something. One of those. Very close. I could tell you. I think you're 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 accurate in your portrayal we're of the about schedule. About 31 days away. Yeah. Like Hawaii and uh, Vandy, I believe, or something along those lines. And you know what? I'll be watching. Saturday, August 27th, we've got Austin Austin Pay or P. Austin P he's at Western 26, Kentucky. That's 26 days away, Dad. Nebraska versus Northwestern in Dublin, Ireland. Ooh. Is that for real? Playing in, in Ireland? That's true. Idaho State at UNLV. I'm trying to see if there's anything notable. Look, it's not great football, but it's football. Wyoming and Illinois. I don't know. I just give Wyoming credit because I used to give Texas trouble and Josh Allen. But that might be a good game. I don't know. Oh, I haven't really looked at the it's, preseason mock-ups. Look, it's getting close, man. KJ, coming to us live from Wisconsin. Straight from the basement. I would say uh, Texas, Wyoming will also be notable because uh, four-star transfer wide receiver out of Arlington, Lamar, Isaiah Naylor, transferred from Wyoming to Texas. So I believe it's Nayer. Cool. But either Nayer, way, either way you, you get a lot of credit. You get a lot of Dylan points for bringing that up right now. It's also Wyoming at Illinois, not Texas. Right. <laughs> Texas is not playing Wyoming this year. Good thing I for them. I didn't hear the first half of that at all. I just heard Wyoming, and I'm like, oh, I know one player. That's it. Texas long well, uh, now. You got uh, as you've already stated, college football day. can't get here soon enough. Um, Austin P. Is that not what they called Dylan? Like mm -hmm. when he was going into college? No, when Dylan goes out, he's always looking for. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, man? I don't get it. You just pee a lot. You got yeah, a lot of problems. True. Mine, I, I guess, mine have rubbed off on you, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, man, we're gonna do some sports today. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But I'm I feel like for that. the best place to jump off. This is what our our listener feedback wants. It's a KJ coffee dilemma. <laughs> it's a KJ coffee dilemma. That's our theme our theme song for that segment. So not being there for Coffee Fridays has made me hyper aware of my uh, bean drip intake. But uh, bean drip. I've got a, I've got a little problem I want to bring to y'all. Uh, as we are all fathers, some of us fathers of two, some of us fathers of one, but still fathers in, in my eyes. I feel like the evolution into true fatherhood is being comfortable and then being decent at small talk. And where I'm going with this is Madison has a spectacular uh, selection of drive through coffee joints. We don't have the Portland, Oregon, like bikini coffee joint, but we've got some standard drive up, get your drink and move it on shack type thing. Can There's I actually some good ones? Like in pour up stuff. drink. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> Go ahead, Dad. No, you were on fire. No, you're about to say something, man. No, I, I'm curious because KJ, you were in Montana with me. Is that a thing? A, a a northern thing, the the shack, the 
two-way drive-through tiny little coffee spot because that's everywhere in whitefish there was at least five or six of them that we saw that's a good point we did note that like from the airport to the house we probably saw half a dozen you're right i don't know uh, i feel like i noticed a couple in texas but that that land is probably occupied by snow cone huts in texas mm, yeah, yeah that's their turf whatever happened to the drive-through beer barn remember those eskimo hut or whatever no you drive like through the middle of a, of a structure you know what i mean KJ remembers. That's how you, that's how you had to get it in Lubbock for a time when it was dry. You'd have to. I remember yeah. that from every trip I would go visit buddies out there. We would drive like twenty minutes out of town to what you just yeah, described. Yeah, the strip. And it was just. It felt dry unnecessary. County, I believe it's now a wet county. It you is. Know, we know it's now wet. They got it wet finally. Took them long enough. This is me mentally like saving myself from sharing any stories from not adhering to the stay inside the loop. Uh, advice you'll hear in Lubbock. But um, where I'm going at with this is that my coffee joint of choice on the way back from dropping the kids off at daycare, the first two or three times that I noticed it, I was like, man, the Midwest is just really, really chatty, really, really kind, above and beyond. I wish I could tip these people. But I've come to realize in between placing your order and receiving your drink, you will get a, so what you up to today? We added like some generic one line small talk. And I'm just like going home. <laughs> like I have nothing good at all. I don't know if y'all would thrive or sink in those situations, but how I, should, should I pick a new coffee shop? I don't know what to do here. I don't thrive or sink. I, I do enough just to get through them. Cause I mean, it, it is, I do appreciate that people go out of their way to be courteous and, you know, chit chat me up a bit but it's really not for me so i'm like yeah you know what yeah, i'll give him time of day and then i'll just move on with my life if it's me i don't want that question because normally i'm doing something with work and i don't want the conversation to flow into what i do for work mm. just because i don't want to get into that so yeah that's that's one i would rather them ask anything else other than like something about my day-to-day -day. i got asked what i do for work because i was asked what you know, what's on the docket today or some generic way to ask that question. I was like, she said, heading to work. And I'm like, yeah, heading home to work. Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, fuck. No. How do you make money? <laughs> man, I was, I was uh, walking still up to the neighborhood last week and some really nice man who was also walking his dog and we were crossing paths. He just jumped straight into it. He's like, where do you live? I was like, oh, God. Uh, up the street a little bit around the corner. He goes, what do you, okay, what do you do for a living? Like, what was really? the damage oh on goodness. that house? Pretty hey, nice really? house. Really? Like, can we just probably, how long are you expecting me to stand here and talk to you a about little, my life? Like, a I'm little intrusive. A little intrusive. And so, of course, I told him, and then he had about 17 follow up questions about the business. Um, he, he told me he was a, uh, yeah, a, uh, an MA lawyer. Of course, that's uh, mergers and acquisitions, David. You probably didn't know that. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's tight, man. Can I go now? <laughs> so that was, you know, I was like, that guy, the whole point of that interaction was for that guy to flex on you. Yeah. And then he asked me how long I'd been in Austin. Of course, I told him 38 years. He's like, oh, wow. Do you not know? And then he's, he's like, do you know, do you know me? Like, <laughs> he said what? that. He goes, do you, and he mentioned his name. He goes, what is, is he a lawyer, lawyer who rocks? As, he's like, do you know me? <laughs> like, I don't think so. I don't meet, meet I mean, many people in your it's circle. It's a fairly sir. large town, my yeah. guy. But he had been here for over 30 years as well. 
Anyway, that that's the you haven't you say. haven't needed to uh, you didn't need the papers drawn up for any acquisitions in those thirty eight years. Clearly, not yet. You're pretty small baller. Uh, thank you for pointing that out for the second consecutive episode. <laughs> KJ, you famous. I, I will say this. Go, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I think that uh, the only response that was appropriate in the coffee line dilemma, it's got to be not until. I've had my coffee. Like that's going to be my next answer. Mm. And that's not something I had loaded up until we were having the discussion. I'm like, I should have thought of this sooner. She should know the rules, hand me the coffee and then ask the question. Yeah. Let me, we're going to need at least two minutes after the first sip for it to really kick in <laughs> before you start. You, if you want to know my life story, you got to let me get halfway through this grande darling. No drip, no lip. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's sick. That's facts. What's hippie Christmas? That's here on the rundown too. That's my question. Have either of y'all heard of this uh, by name? I've heard of the concept, but have you ever heard of anything referred to as hippie Christmas? I have not. I haven't either. So my freshman year at Texas Tech, uh, we stayed in the dorms a few days beyond uh, semester end for the uh, Cotton Bowl practices. And I observed something I'd never seen or never thought of. Again, I was freshman college, so why would I have seen it? But open top dumpsters where you'd empty out your, your dorm room, like random shit. You're not driving back in your Honda Civic to, I don't know, comfort Texas or something. And the locals then will take it upon themselves to say, you know what? I will take that, you know, half used microwave refrigerator, et cetera, et cetera. Well, apparently here in Madison, as opposed to calling it something that was very derogatory and something I definitely would not say or joke about, as it was referred to in Lubbock, they call it hippie Christmas because the understanding is on the 15th of August, all of the summer leases or annual leases will end and they will not start new leases until the 16th in the afternoon. So there's like a 24 hour period where not only do people like, like the city sets up a huge like uh, party tent on this Capitol lawn or something. So kids can like go camp outside because you know, weather's chill and tight like that or camp in their car or whatever, but like all the shit they moved out of their house that they don't want, they just leave on their curbs and people just know it's like a citywide free curb pickup thing or their open top trash cans that people will go try to score shit out of. So uh, it'd be Christmas. We, our neighborhood and maybe Dylan's, we were going through that right now because it's bulk. It was bulk trash pickup today, I believe. And I mean, you see dudes with trucks with big trailers driving around, and if you have stuff on your curb, no matter how like insignificant you think it is, it could be like an old mop. They stop and look at it, check it out, see if it's worth it, and if it is, they just throw it in and they, oh, yeah. they go on. They're looking for a score. I want to follow that guy around. I want I want to follow a junk guy around, and and just see what like what's the next step in the like step two is whatever, or step three is profit, like. After the hall, like, how do we get to balling? Junk guy. That would be my, uh, that would be my professional wrestler name. Junk guy? Yeah. <laughs> Not the junkyard dog. Right. Just junk guy. <laughs> oh, I That's all, I don't know. It, it just blew me away. As, uh, are you? I, I've realized I've, I've not used Reddit much in the past. I've tried to use it of late, and that's where I learned about this whole, like, phenomenon. Were you implying that, um, between there's a a full day period where you're just out on the street without a lease somewhere many students are if you're like an annual 
switching of properties type situation. And the common thing would be go rent a hotel. But most, if you're just living in a house near campus, will have like a 24 hour like overlap period. They've changed it in some of the nicer, newer buildings, but Madison is, it's hard for me to judge because going to school in Dallas, that's not a college town. Austin, I'm sure it's probably a better measure, but like there are way fewer college like housing areas in Dallas that I was familiar with. Like my college house was in the middle of Preston Hollow. Ridiculous area to try to live in. What did that set you back? Not nearly as much as we probably set back the property value in that place. Like they raised it after we after we moved out. But in Madison, you've got a bunch of old, like three-story homes that were chopped up into four different apartments, and then some like high-rise apartments. And the high-rises, I think, have figured out, hey, this is probably a stupid idea. Just do normal August 1st leases. But privately owned houses, they like fully cater to this concept of like, all right, kick them out. Throw some paint on the walls, send in a maid, and rent it to the next person if your lease isn't renewed. The college town landlord is a, a tricky character. Um, I had some good ones. I had I had some a great one guy just clearly didn't care. Came by occasionally. I mean, got a, got away with paying like three hundred bucks a month. The compound. You'll remember mm-hmm. the compound. But I feel like it. There's a lot of scummy ones too. I know there's a lot of scummy landlords in general, but College Town one seems particularly predatory. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lucky enough to where I had one guy, Ron, shout out to Ron. I don't remember his last name. And hey, I Ron. kept trying to find it and think of it because eventually it's like, I wonder if he'd sell me one of his shitty houses like so I can get into Preston Hollow at some point in life. Couldn't find him. But Ron would like show up at the house at like 10 a.m. on Saturdays and he'd look at like a broken window or a bush that had been pulled out, just all the terrible shit we'd done to the house. And then he would call me like 11 times and I'd just be peeking out the blinds. I'm like, I'm not fucking answering. Ron doesn't know this, but I'm on mushrooms and I cannot come to the (laughs) hypothetically for entertainment purposes only, of course. But it it was a, a real cat and mouse game between Ron and myself. That's a good one for run it back. That's one I would like to run back. Maybe drew, maybe uh, really dial into a little bit more. Anyway, well, happy hippie Christmas I'm to those who right celebrate. Now, by the way, hey, that's huge. Happy hippie, hippie Christmas to those who partake in such a thing. Before we get into it, the meat and potatoes of this thing, I saw Dylan do something this morning that I had not seen in person. Walked in, went to the kitchen here at the uh, Wash Media Lodge, grabbed a cup. You grabbed some athletic greens and then you whipped it up right there. Oh, I sure did. Right there when you yeah. got in. First thing you did. If if I forget to take my athletic greens at home, which I don't do too often as it is my favorite way to start the day, I will then show up to the office and uh, we have the little uh, individual packets here and I will partake once I arrive at, the, arrive at the office. It is such a great way to start your day. I made the mistake of talking to Dylan before he had taken his AG1. Yes. And uh, I won't make that mistake again, because once you got it, you were a different guy. I was not kind at first. What is this stuff exactly? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. That pretty, that's like everything I'm thinking of. I'm 38 now. 
those are all things that like I need to have on like a, a checklist and like make sure I'm taken care of. And I haven't always been, but now I'm doing AG1. I start my morning off with it at home. If I forget like Dylan, I'll fire it up here. It's fantastic. It also sneaky tastes really good. I'm, I mean, it is. I understand reservations on something like vegetable based greens, but this has like there's the perfect amount of sweetener to it. Yeah, it tastes healthy. Yes, which is, which is what you want in a, a healthy mix like this. But it also just tastes good. Not like grass. Right. Some of the some of the similar products on the market are just bad. This is not. AG One is the product. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com bang. That's athleticgreens.com bang to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens, folks. Mm-hmm. I know we're about to dive into it, but uh, before we do, I'd like to take my own opportunity to say thanks uh, to Cool Adam and the other interns who have departed since we've last recorded. I know y'all had a chance to send them off in proper fashion last week, but as Adam was uh, very instru- instrumental to uh, too much dip getting done, done well over the last hell six months or so, absolutely cool dude. One of the only people I know whose mom is much cooler than they are. Especially yep. in the sports world. Big fact. Um, but shouts shouts to Cool Adam and much cooler Cool Adam's mom. Yeah, we uh we decided to let Adam pick. We had a, a little lunch outing with the interns plus Adam, who's was a part time guy last uh Thursday. And he chose to go to a British pub restaurant called Baker Street Pub down the street. KJ where, knows Baker Street. Where he I'm and familiar. Randy decided to get raspberry pina coladas. At a British pub for lunch. Go ahead, Randy. Why don't you speak up for yourself? Raspberry Classic pina coladas. They're delicious. I don't know. There's nothing to defend here. All right. Thanks, Randy. Wow. That was, wow. <laughs> uh, I do owe Randy a thank you as well. Uh, in our new recording setup, I just had to panic all caps message Randy on the side and let him know that I failed in my responsibilities to record my own audio for the first like third of the episode. Fortunately, Randy's got me covered, so. We're just all around surrounded by good dudes. Yeah, he's a real guy. Real guy. <laughs> That's the thing about him. Yeah, just he's a, a real, real guy. guy. You know who's not a real sports. guy? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Deshaun? Kyler? Who Deshaun, are you talking about? Deshaun Watson. Okay, yeah. Wow. Six games. What a transition. Re- retired, <laughs> retired Judge Sue Robinson, um, the independent arbitrator per the uh, CBA, uh, has has uh, recommended a six game suspension for one Deshaun Watson. Of course, famously, Deshaun has nearly thirty accusations, thirty different women, I believe, not even thirty incidents, thirty different women, all massage therapists in the uh, Houston area. Um, people are outraged. Six games now. Hold, that 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 may not be the end of it. The NFL can still appeal. The NFLPA can appeal. It's kind of confusing because this is the first time. The NFL's done it this way, and there's a lot of comparisons being made to previous uh, disciplinary actions, which is worth noting. I don't know how fair it is because this is a new process. This is the first time they're basically outsourcing it. But you, you know, the question is how neutral is this 
is this judge? How impartial? Whatever. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Goodell. Goodell does have the power as commissioner to um, appeal it and change it all together. I believe the it NFL is also. NFLPA is not appealing. Correct. They have announced that. I believe it has also been revealed that um, the financial hit he will undergo is very Ooh, minimal. Can I guess? Like $30 million. No. Okay. Like, <laughs> $20 million. No, David. Keep going. All right. A mil- it's a million at least. Okay. Right? I, I, don't, I don't have the number in front of me. It's so 300000 I, I can't tell you when to stop. It's $300,000. $300,000. Okay. Yeah. I could have um, kept going. Which is, come on. He's basically just getting a, a paid vacation here. So the, the Browns knew this was all a very, very real and very likely outcome. And they wrote it. I don't, I don't know the specifics, but they made it so, like, this would be a minimal hit for him. Yeah. So shout out to the Browns, the good people in Cleveland. Yeah, our of friends, course. Our friends. A lot of people are comparing this to the Calvin Ridley suspension of an entire year. $1,500 on parlays. For wagering $1,500 on NFL games. Uh, which crime is worse? Which, I don't know. You tell me. Tell me. I want you guys to, KJ, we're going to play a game, you and Dylan. It's called Good Tweet or Bad Tweet. I love this game. Okay. You tell me if this tweet is good. Calvin Ridley was suspended an entire season for gambling $1,500 on NFL parlays. Deshaun Watson got six games for 30 women accusing him of sexual assault. Is that the end of the tweet? That's it. <laughs> do you agree with that tweet? Like, do you think that tweet's not a trick question? Go with your gut. What, isn't that just uh, the facts? The facts? Yeah, but so that's good? You're saying that you, you co-signed that tweet? Uh <laughs> I mean, I'm indifferent on the tweet. It's Clay Travis. I wanted you to. Okay. I wanted you to like yeah. be. Ooh. I wanted you to like wave your pom poms so I could compare you to Clay Travis. I won't do that. Did you see Clay Travis on the golf course? By yeah, the way, I did for the for the pro am, the Live Tour pro am. Just killing it. He looks like a bag of milk. <laughs> He's is there a more unathletic looking human being? Yeah, who, who claims to be alpha? <laughs> is he alpha? Is that his thing? Oh, oh yeah. That's oh, he's thing. the the don't be a p. Yeah. Wise like words. Looks, looks like he's never touched a racket, a club, a baseball bat, anything in his entire life. A racket. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to make started. fun of people who like that, but he's like overtly like this, you know, macho media personality sports guy. He's dabbled in rackets. He sucks. Sorry. KJ? Uh, terrible tweet. That's, that's, uh. <laughs> Man, you stand against oh. Clay Travis. Okay. <laughs> He also notes that uh, Trevor he, Bauer got a 324-game MLB suspension for uh, non-criminal sexual assault allegations. Now, these were similarly non-criminal for Deshaun. He was uh, twice um, in front of a grand jury, and they decided not to bring forth uh, charges. But it is, it's a little unfair when you start comparing leagues, but it's, it's, it, a, it's, a, worthy, it's a worthy exercise. If I, I recall, the details of the Trevor Bauer situation are quite dark. Are they not? Yes. Okay. Much darker than Deshaun Watson, just to be fair. I think. Like, what? No, that's that's true. KJ's, I don't know what KJ's laughing at. What's the, what, what's, where's the joke? It was, I just had a Dilbert ad pop up on the side of my screen. Sorry. <laughs> they, Hilarious they cartoon. Dilbert ad? Um, <laughs> no, yes. I don't get it. Visually, not as dark. Factually, much darker in detail. I agree. 
Okay, um, this is a skin color thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. He left first. Okay. They feed the cat lasagna. Whole different cartoon. Um, Garfield. I wasn't going to Why bring Why does he up- keep getting referenced on these pods? <laughs> the second one we've done. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I wasn't going to bring up that David and I were having this conversation earlier, and he also was mentioning like, hey, isn't it kind of wild that Trevor Bauer, who also took a year off of his career, is now serving another year, uh, you know, and the, the inconsistencies there. Um, I don't think that there's really any hot take to have here unless you're just like trying to rage bait people and be like, oh, man, he should be playing yesterday. Uh, I also think it's very silly to be like outraged with Roger Goodell and the NFL. And I feel like I fall this way every time, like be more upset at whatever the Houston police department or the, you know, uh, uh, what is you, what do you call it? The, DA. Um, the grand juries, the DA and the grand juries in, in Harris County in Texas, like be upset with them. Uh, and I'm not saying that because I want to see Deshaun Watson play, but I don't think there was any announcement of any suspension short of saying like some unprecedented two year type thing that was going to land. And unfortunately the NFLPA and the NFL came to the agreement that this is how it was going to play out. Not for him, but for all of these cases, Ezekiel Elliott, all of these similar type roles where it's, you've got allegations. Maybe it doesn't rise to the level of criminal, uh, criminal level cases or even Greg Hardy where like you have a defendant that drops charges, but she can still be suspended. You've got this third party now. I I'm, I'm not happy with it, but I'm also not going to be like, Oh man, this is just so unfair. This is ridiculous. Like, yeah, if I'm Calvin Ridley, I'm pissed, but like nobody's nobody is going to be out there caring about this shit when they're drafting a quarterback in like the 14th round of their fantasy football draft in like two weeks. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but like, somebody's going to get over it real quick. I did like the part where he is now, he's not allowed to independently seek out massages. He has to go through the team. That's true. That's in, that's in this. That's part of the rule. <laughs> I was going to ask if he was also like sentenced to any therapy rehab or anything less than like monetary suspensions. I feel like there's some other punishments that he, that should have been a part of this whole decision. And maybe there were, and I just haven't seen them that were like required KJ, looks I like don't a, know. KJ, Van, no one's been as pixelated. He looks like a Van Gogh you are right, right now, now. On, our, on our monitors. <laughs> it's this is truly a new level. Can't even tell there's a person on that. You screen. sound fine, which is the important part. But I'm Just sorry to interrupt. Very, very bewildering to me. But uh, as long as you hear me, I guess we're good. Sig looks strong on my end. Don't know. Don't really know what else to uh, loud and clear. It's just it's just here. a little fun. Adam Adam leaves and and everything. All hell breaks there loose. There he is. He's back. Oh, folks. he's back. Looking handsome. That's good. Yeah. You're perfect. There you are. I'm gonna blame whatever like fourth party website Randy mandates we go through. I won't. I won't argue that right now. I just thanked him for saving the show earlier. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm not happy with it, but I don't think there was any result that anyone was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Deshaun got what he deserved." Like, you know, whatever. The NFL. I, I think originally they wanted a year. That was kind of their starting point. Um, Why not just like find him whatever his salary was last year and call last year the year then? Like that would have been the mechanism I would have voted for because the salary was higher. Be like, you sat out all last year. You weren't with the team all last year. Give me that 18 million. My dumb question is why did they uh, enlist the 
help of a, a third party here instead of just handle it themselves, the NFL that is. And well, is this is there precedent for this? I've never heard of this before. And why would they do that? That's your, your question. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> so they've had a history of botching these things. Like uh, I think most famously Ray Rice. And when the CBA negotiations came around a couple years ago, whenever it was, it's those are those give me tired head, but they decided like we need to we need to make it look like we're taking this super seriously and we're gonna outsource it to this retired judge, you know, whoever it is. I think they've they serve like a two year term as like the independent arbitrator for the you know, between the the players and the in the NFL. I see. So it's basically like Look, we've got this objective person who's going to look at it. Um, although the weird thing is it's like the commissioner can appeal it and eventually change it. So this ultimately. was an agreed upon thing between the NFL and the Players Association. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Yeah. And, and I think the, the players time. kind of wanted this more so than like, I, I don't, I feel like both sides came up with this as a resolution, but I feel like it was out of, I don't remember which punishment it was. But it was after like being upset that like deflate gate and all of these things where Roger Goodell was the only decider. And all of these things, um, they needed somebody else to be the fall victim here. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know the fall guy. Makes guy. sense. The real guy. Yeah, that's different. No. Um, elsewhere, in uh, more lighthearted quarterback news, um, Kyler. They the Cardinals removed the uh, I guess what they're calling the homework clause from the uh, Kyler Murray contract right how does that make you guys feel as athletes yourselves that thing was so embarrassing like embarrassing like to have to have to write that into the language of a contract it's like we don't trust you to make to like do this on your own so take your job seriously i saw some speculation that maybe like you hear this coming out of arizona that kyler has rubbed a lot of people including his teammates the wrong way yep and potentially the gm and some of the front office people, and this was kind of like a way of them getting a—I don't know—their um, bowl of blood, maybe, like just kind of like just a, just a, just an f you, yeah, we're gonna pay you. We don't really have any other options, but we're gonna embarrass you as you sign it because it is. This is unprecedented, and it is—it's pretty humiliating. It is humiliating. And of course, he has—he uh, hops on the sticks a lot, right? That's like a known thing about Kyler. Is he—is he a Twitch guy? How do people know that he spends so much time playing? Uh, he's a member Fortnite? of a member of the Phase Clan. Is he so? Is means. he? Can he but handle yeah, himself well like on the sticks? A, I believe so. I think uh, was it Sports Illustrated? I'm I'm struggling to remember the magazine, but somebody had a whole here's esports, and Kyler's like one of the four guys on the face of the magazine as a part of FaZe Clan, like showing, okay. hey, this is here and present now. That does ring a bell. Um, What's his KD, bro? You'd have to, it's a great question. Who do you, who would you rather have drop in with you, Baker or Kyler? Both noted drop-in guys. Uh, Kyler. Kyler seems like he would do, he wouldn't overdo it on the, on the talking with the team. Baker seems like he would be like overly cocky, even though he's on your team. I feel like if we were playing with Baker and let's say we were about like, like there was a team approaching and it was time okay. for a gunfight. I feel like Baker would just like hide in a corner upstairs somewhere and just let us get slaughtered. It sounds very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope. <laughs> I hope our friend isn't listening. Not Baker. It's very, it it very keeping lookout. It was a joke for just the three of us. Somebody's got it. You need a designated survivor. <laughs> I'm, still, oh, I'm still alive, guys. I got so, this. 
What? Just dude, we just got People slaughtered. Where, where were you? The percentages <laughs> where of, you, of you? us coming back. <laughs> it was three on four, and you were very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I was, I was reloading. <laughs> uh, I would say playing with Baker might be a little bit more like, uh, and again, a joke for like three or four, falling in with uh, Hot Colin, which is a wild ride oh in and God. of itself. Like he's going to be heavy on the mic. Who cares if you win or lose? But you're just going to be like, what's going to be said next? Whereas like Kyler might be more like, hey guys, uh, we need to get it. Like I feel like Kyler would judge the shit out of us, which would be like equally unfun. Oh, he he would get very frustrated playing with us. I promise you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I prefer to play it that way. I I just like the banter. I don't even really care. I, I obviously I don't want to die in, in in the first like three minutes. I really don't want to die um, as I'm dropping into the game. <laughs> <laughs> possibly like the worst the worst thing that can happen to you oh, uh the dorks who would shoot you out of the sky like, dude come fuck on off man let me land just come on you're behind me this isn't fair let me pick up a Thule. <laughs> thank you <laughs> i don't know i don't I, I, kyler deserves some criticism um if you believe what 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 gets put out there about him and his relationship with his teammates but Really don't really don't think they needed to kneecap the uh, franchise quarterback that they just yeah they just gave, literally gave the bag to. It's like oh, yeah, this guy this guy doesn't take it very seriously. You got to think this played out like their whole negotiations went over the past like five months because we talked about Kyler unfollowed all the Cardinals stuff like that's always like the first chess move in these like long term negotiations with players nowadays. We've seen it time and time again. Kyler, Kyler took Cardinals and all of the references out of his profile. Debo Samuel did a similar thing. He also just recently got paid. But I wonder if the numbers in his contract offer didn't change between now and sometime, let's say like in May, but this clause was known by him and his agent. Maybe the hour commitment was larger than four hours like it was when it went out. And his agent and him were like, you know what? Sign it and we're going to, I'll tell ESPN today. And you're going to do a quick impromptu press conference tomorrow. We're going to put the team on blast after it's signed and committed. And uh, they'll retract it the next day. And they look like the assholes. And that's kind of how it happened. But yeah. at the same time. But I'm it, saying, I, th- I think he knew about it when he signed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it, them them taking it out is just such a, it's, it's such a clown move. Like, I mean, like, Lee, if, I don't know. It makes it look like a whole. Just like a clown show. I'm how on did this they, clown kick. How do they plan on enforcing that to begin with? Do you have to like log his time? Yeah. Probably. Punch card. Yeah. On camera the whole time. Like you, you've got to like eye tracker because yeah. in there it also said like you can't be playing games. Like you had to be engaged actively. You couldn't be on your phone or doing something else during this time. And then if in the NFL, they send the film to you cut up and marked and annotated like on a tablet. Like it's, you know, live feed yeah. fed to you. So if Kyler's getting this at 7 p.m., he would have had to do whatever. If they said this is two hours of film study, he's got to get that done by midnight, basically. And if there is some sort of tracker, like some companies use, like they'll do screenshots or they'll do quick pictures through the front camera, you know, that that just would have been an unnecessary route to go down. Um, I know, I'm, I'm sure, David, you heard it brought up, but histo- one of the funniest stories along these lines in history was Jamarcus Russell, former LSU quarterback at the time, Oakland Raider quarterback 
often referred to one as, as one of the bigger NFL quarterback busts. It was very, very public that he was not a watcher of film. Not, you know, it's, it's nothing new. There was a coach or an assistant that went so far as to send him two VHS tapes, basically labeled, hey, here's film for next week's game. Give me a call on Tuesday. Let me know what you think about it. Gives the coach a call. Bullshits through an hour-long conversation. Turns out the tapes were blank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Busted. But he could throw a football very, very far from his knees. He got very Correct. Him and Ky- well. Kyle Bowler also had like that highlight. Like that was some for some reason like the draft day like thing was one knee. How far could you throw the football? And like Kyle Bowler out of Cal and Jamarcus Russell both had like eighty yards from one knee. What the fuck? You don't typically make many passes from your knees. Yeah, you're usually down. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Right. One knee. Yeah, you're officially down. Hey, we were talking earlier, so. We've been talking a lot of Russell Wilson on this pod. Uh, Dylan is not a big fan. I don't really understand it. <laughs> but we were talking with uh, intern Brando this morning, and Dylan, we were, he was like, we "We're talking about other quarterbacks." Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Other ch- another chach. Noted chach per Dylan and me. And it came up like, okay, so are they who 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 what quarterbacks aren't douchebags? And we were trying to make a list. We were we were name we were dropping names, and we thought it might be a fun exercise. Immediately came to mind uh, one Dakota Rain Prescott, not a douche. Noted Come not on. douche. Come on. What are you thinking, KJ? <laughs> Go for it. Was he not just like handing over his jersey at the Kidney Chesney concert a few months back? Okay, he didn't have a choice. Did he, did a, he did a jersey swap with Chesney? <laughs> kind of, yeah, something I don't, like that. That's I don't know okay. who it was, but it might have been like Eric no. Church or something. No, no, it was I, I, Kenny Chesney for sure. It's endearing to have <laughs> terrible taste in music. I kind of respect okay. that. About that. <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> I feel like him and Derek Carr have the same playlist. No, I don't think that that Dakota's a, a chotch. I think that uh, whatever the grid we're using, he's as close to the center of the map as possible. He tries to be as milk toast as possible. I will go ahead and sacrifice my own quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. He's not Tim Tebow, but he absolutely is probably wife guy joint voicemail, you know, accepts invitations like on behalf of both of them constantly. Like he's not anything approaching. Trevor Lawrence either got married or at least got engaged while in college, right? It was a overdraft season because he went to Vegas like uh, (laughs) kind of during the pandemic. What are you doing, dog? Oh, didn't wait. What? What's his name? Like, what was the story? What was the connection with him and, uh, Oh, what's his name? Urban. Didn't Urban like go on the bachelor party or there was something. He called him. He called him from the, like during his bachelor party. But you know, uh, if, if we would have known them, what we know now, he, Urban should have done a lot more in contributing to his success. Boy, Urban, uh, Urban on a bachelor, bachelor party. party, Urban on a bachelor party is a problem. Like that's one, that's a liability. Yeah. Like you got to have somebody watching like, dude, get him home. Yeah. Don't let him wander off alone. He's going to get into trouble. Yeah. He's, Especially if he's at his own <laughs> restaurant slash bar. Yeah. If only he just wasn't a jerk or like an unlikable guy, Urban would have been an absolute like wild boy uh, as far as coaching goes. Like Dana Holgerson, but with talent. Um, cool quarterback. I, I, I'm going to put Tua right next to Trevor Lawrence. Uncool. 
Um, Josh Allen, cool. I think Mahomes is cool. Because he know, sounds man. like Kermit the Frog. No, that's not why. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, cool. It's cool. Swaggy as hell. But I need to remind you with Patrick Mahomes, that's a package deal. That's a three-piece that you're buying into. Yeah, I know what oh. you're saying, man. I, my, my brother's going to be along for the ride, too. And it's not a good And pack. his wife. Don't be and his wife. <laughs> and my wife. My wife. I'm yeah. a wife guy. I'll stop. That's the last time you'll hear Pat Mahomes <laughs> on the show. I'm a wife guy. He's a wife guy. He's Nothing Pat. wrong with that. The guy Pat. loves his wife. But he can he can fight himself out of that category, as we've seen RG3. He can have a similar style uh, renaissance of coolness later in his career. But I think right now, Patrick Mahomes is uh, he's where draft day Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, and uh, in the league RG three were like he's got to cut bait with uh, you know his significant other in order to ascend up the list. KJ of um, course calling for a divorce. Where's Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I know, dude. Aaron Rodgers is the tough one. He's in a different category. He's, he's like douche is not a word to describe Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. He, he's but, annoying, but I enjoy him. No, I don't. Uh, the, the the Nick Cage bit was objectively good and subjectively yeah. good. State Farm commercials were very good. Jeopardy work was very good. Famously uh, hated by his family. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. He went against the family. Never go against the family. I, That's good. Are we in a safe enough space for y'all to discuss his recent uh, relationships and public persona? What, Blue of Earth? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Blue of Earth. That's her. Yeah, that's his girlfriend's name, Blue uh, of Earth. We don't know if it's still. It might have been a, a, a one. They dabbled. They might have just dabbled and uh, fist bumped God together on their DMT trip. We don't know if he did DMT with His Blue new tattoo is pretty sick, though. He... Um, yeah, he's hanging out. Look, he's he's gotten into the the Onnit crowd. If you don't know what that Onnit is, a uh, our friends. We did the Micah's exhibition with them. Their their founder Aubrey Marcus um, has posted a video working out with Aaron, with uh, noted coach John Wolf. And look, Aubrey's a philosopher type, and Aaron is too. And he's in Aubrey's into. Uh, might be an ayahuasca guy. He is. He does all that stuff. I don't know if Aaron's gone down that road, but it would not shock me if Aaron got into the uh, spiritual vision quest with uh, Aubrey Marcus. I and Blue Earth. What's your Earth name? I I, I used I used to follow. <laughs> I, I black black dust. That's not even good. It doesn't even make sense. Black um, dust. <laughs> <laughs> Just go a mocha cappuccino. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I used to follow Aubrey Marcus before, like, the pivot to, like, ayahuasca. And I don't know him personally. I haven't had no prior professional relationship, so I'm not going to go scorched earth or, like, because I have no, like, substance behind this. But observing from afar, uh, he is one engaging, like, unique character. And I'm glad, for whatever it means, like, he uses his influence for somewhat like neutral to positive purposes because I, I definitely seem feel like he's the kind of guy that could like certainly pivot to cult Jim Jones esque style. Cause he's like a Pied Piper type. Like the dude is constantly attracting Ballin'. people. <laughs> yes. 
Did I get the wrong name? But you know, no, you Jim didn't. Johnson. No, you, you're, oh, okay. you're correct. Not, not the former guard from uh, the Mavericks. Jim Jackson, famously. Jackson, not Johnson. You're right. I fucked three, it up three the times. The three J's. No, Anyhow, you're, that's no, my, that's my a, thoughts on Aubrey Marcus. No, that's a that's a that's an accurate assessment. I, I but I do want to state for the record, like I do reserve the right to mock Aaron Rodgers and Will, but you have to know I, I do I do like that he is that the way he is. I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny. I think some of his Necessary bits are evil. Yeah, he's got some good bits. He's got some bad bits. He obviously botched the whole. Uh, I am. I've been immune. I have immunity or whatever it was in the. I've been immunized. Immunized. Thank you, Dylan. Yes. That, he botched that whole thing. Just like be forthright, but whatever. Give me sneaky, swaggy, Justin Herbert. Ooh, it's like a name we brought up nerdy. earlier too on the cool list. Yeah, like maybe a little nerdy. Probably He's quiet. Like, you know, into One Tree Hill on the side, but also pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Playing in L.A. handsome guy, too. Handsome guy, playing in L.A., of course. Um, has had a little, you know, he's had success, but he's not had, he hasn't made, like, a big run. I think he's one big run away from, like, he could go either, like, Joe Namath, like, that that way, or he could turn into, like, uh, no, not Tebow's not the comparison, but just, like, you're Russ. You either go one of one of two ways if you get to have that success. Namath or Wilson. And it'll be it'll be interesting. It's a crossroads, as they say. Last last one for y'all to uh debate. Sorry. I was gonna throw out Jameis. Where where's Jameis land for y'all? He just came to mind too. Uh he's just he's just goofy and entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. I like I mean, he would do very little to inspire me if I were his teammate, but like you gotta laugh at the guy because he's just so off the wall. I'm a Jameis fan. Like, no one's eating W's. Mainly because he <laughs> once famously ate a W, his hand. He has fingers all twisted up, and he ate them. Remember the uh, the halftime speech he gave to uh, Florida State? He was already in the league at this point, and it was a big game. I forgot what game it was. He talks about how uh, we're not some puppies, we're some dogs. Oh, this is, yeah, it I was forgot quite about cringe. This. He's cringe, but funny. Yeah, you're right. That's a good way to describe him. What's the dorks? I can't think of the dorks name. He just played for the for uh, Indianapolis. Uh, former Andrew Eagle. Luck? Andrew Luck? Carson oh, Wentz. Carson oh, Wentz. Carson Wentz. He's just a dork, I think, right? Like, he's just dork status all the way. Yeah. I, I'm going to give Matt Ryan, the current quarterback, like, sneaky, chill, cool status. Like, probably... Big time dad guy, as he should be, you know, at at uh, his advanced age, which is like likely identical to my own or something. But he seems like the type that's also got a compound somewhere out in western Montana that's dope as hell. Like he seems like he'd be a good dude to be neighbors with. You got to be careful with compounds in western Montana. That can go a couple different ways. <laughs> there we go. Just saying. All right. Well, let's. Uh, hey, Randy. Do you mind hitting the dip line for me? You guys ready for a little dip line call? Mm-hmm. It's time to hit the dip line. 833-371-DIP. Again, 833-371-DIP with two Ps. Remember, dip responsibly. Oh, and this one 
It's for Dippy. People are saying like, hey, you should probably re-record that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't listened to him yet. I heard I heard you. I heard you out there, but I have not followed through. All right, let's hear a call. Hey guys, Daniel from Salina, Texas here. Uh got a Samuel Cancel Championship celebrations. You got KG with the anything is possible. Uh LeBron, Cleveland, this is for you. And then the Kobe just holding the ball and his five held up in the air, letting people know he won five championships. Uh, so yeah, stand mute, cancel. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna be brave. I'm standing, Kobe. It's, probably, it's probably gonna be unanimous if I do. Oh, KJ saying no. You're a girl, Dad. Yeah. Wait, anything is possible. Dad. What was the third one? It was KG. It was LeBron. Oh. Cleveland. This one's for you. Yeah. I don't do a very good LeBron, turns out. It's okay. <laughs> and then we've got Kobe. Kobe just in silence, just throwing up the five. That's iconic. Uh, the relationship LeBron had with, is it Dan Gilbert? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a what? wild ride those two have been on together. He wrote a letter. Yeah, he penned I mean, the letter. The things he said about In LeBron when he sense. left when he left for Miami, he just dragged his name through the mud so bad. And then they rekindled. I don't know, man. I know he loves the city of Cleveland. He's from the area, but that whole thing was weird to me. The Clevelandness is for you. It seemed forced. It it didn't seem genuine, and I, that's it's not fair that I think that. But I know I'm not the only one. KG, look, I. KG is KG. He's, he wasn't Dirk. Um, of course, he he just you know never really competed against Dirk in the playoffs, and when they did, uh, Dirk obviously got the better of him. <laughs> um, just had to put that out there. So when he got one in Boston, it was cool. You want to see it? KG's obviously a, a top fifty player of all time. You know he's right behind Dirk. Dirk and Tim Duncan for best power forward ever. But. I have no issues with that. I am absolutely canceling LeBron. I'm standing Kobe and I'm muting KG. That's my final answer. Thanks. Yeah, I probably have the same list. I do think LeBron was genuine, though. Okay. And that was that was like his team, you know? It was. It was, but it, I don't know. Dan, they brought him back. To, he went back to Cleveland. He could have gone anywhere he wanted, though, and he I came know. back to Cleveland. I know. It just felt weird, like, after the Miami thing. Had it been before? Who and the Miami on, thing never happened. Who Ky- else was on his team? Kyrie. Kyrie was on that team. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me, I know it's Mamba Monday. Uh, and yes. while I too am way too impatient for traffic, I will probably take this opportunity wow. to mute Kobe. Um, I, I, I don't know why I never really liked those Lakers like the Lakers dynasty. I thought they were very good. Robert Ory, for some reason, always struck me as like the luckiest man alive until you get to James, jo- James Jones, James Johnson. I'm going to, it's going to happen again, but there's a guy with five rings who had way less of an impact on the game, but everywhere that uh, LeBron went, Steve won Kerr? An NBA title. No, it's James Jones or James Johnson. You can, you can find his name. Anyways, Damon Jones, me, two J's. No. Okay. Uh, Muting, uh, muting Kobe. 
I'm going to cancel LeBron. Uh, I do think that it was a little bit fabricated, and the only thing that comes to mind when I think of those Cleveland teams was Dan Gilbert's son at a, in every NBA lottery, like out there pulling the first pick like mm-hmm. very conveniently. Um, give me KG. Maybe it's uh, that I'm a little bit influenced by his uh, Uncut Gems performance. I'm sorry, Uncut Gems performance. Uncut but uh, I feel like he's... That was quick. Thank you. That was good, man. Well done. But I, I feel like he's a genuine person. Like, there's nothing like premeditated out of out of uh, Kevin Garnett. Um, and lastly, shout out to GA Moore and Salina Football. Daniel will appreciate it. That's where the caller was from. Oh, he's a Salina guy. Sorry, yeah. missed that. Former powerhouse. Maybe still are. I should probably brush up on that. Okay. Well, good stuff. Y'all want to move right into the party? I'm ready if you guys are. All right. We'll let KJ kick it off. Oh. That, that, that sound right there is uh, oh. quick little local beer. Your boy does not have a Paradox Brewery beverage in hand. But uh, as is tradition, I do want to take this opportunity to, uh, you know, honor the life of and acknowledge the loss uh Absolute tremendous good dude, Brett, as y'all probably discussed and we saw on social media, lost his father. Yep. I will have a local IPA on his behalf. He's I'm watching him do it, folks. This isn't an act. He's having a beer. Very there cool. There you go. Um, in addition to that, the NBA lost a legend, Bill Russell, of Mr. Eleven Rings himself. Uh no reason to get into how many teams were in the NBA at the time or what the competition may or may not have looked like. But he won a shit ton of titles. Did anybody and, uh, go to JJ Reddick immediately after the news? I'm like, hmm. so uh, anything you want to say about Bill Russell, JJ? Hmm? Just surprisingly, asking. the news was broke to me by my wife. We were driving. She looked at her phone and she said, "Hey, Bill Russell died." And I don't know why, but I decided to take it upon myself. Be like, man, it's a shame he never won the big one. And all she knew was Bill Russell. 11-time NBA champion had passed away. It's just like, he won 11 titles. And I was like, yeah, 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 but like the big one. Like, you won a lot of them, but not like the biggest one. And she was baffled. I was just bullshitting. But uh, Bill Russell, you're a goat. Straight up goaded. Outpouring goated. support. Arguably. And yeah, that was, that was, uh, it was a fun, it was a good, it was nice seeing that Okay, it wasn't a fun Twitter day because of that, but I did enjoy reading Bill Russell's stories. Sadly, mm-hmm. I, I wait till uh, a legend like that is deceased before I really get into like their legacy. And then I'm like, oh, damn, 11? I didn't know it was 11. I knew it was many. Didn't know it was 11. It's a lot. Yeah. That so- is, uh, that's pretty wild. You know who doesn't have 11, but he has at least two. Mm. And one of them... Two two Neither weeks. of them were a live tournament win. Two so two I don't weeks. know where this went down. Detroit. The racket mortgage. Fucking racket. Watered down field. Tony Finau. Watered down field. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking I, of Dan the, Gilbert. The lift thing bothers me still. But it, it's watered down field. It is. Look, that leaderboard featured Patrick Cantlay. Very good golfer. Taylor Pendrich. Never Can- heard of him. Canada's own. I believe a rookie on the tour. <laughs> never heard of him. So, you've never heard of Taylor of TP? No. Taylor P? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Tony went back to back. 
So I've always liked Tony Finau. I like him. It, it is it is a little sus. short backswing king. Nordic, yes, it works out more for him because he's a very large athlete, and I'm not. So good for him. Back to back um, is impressive, no matter what the field. But fair. yes, for yeah, not the best strength of field. That's okay though. Ferrari, but don't stinks. you guys know you're you're playing the course, not the field? KJ, what's his problem? <laughs> I don't know, man. What's up with Ferrari though, dog? I read one one tweet. That was the only reply I, I read. No dog. People were. What's the deal? They're bad. They they've made some. <laughs> they've got some real in game errors being dropped. Uh, I I tuned in yesterday, and right when I tuned in, they screwed something up with Leclerc's tires. They gave him the wrong. Like they went hard. He when was they should have gone hearts. soft. I don't really know. I might have that backward, but all I know is they're getting flamed on the TL. Yeah. Usually it's Toto getting flamed for something, even if it's just like a look he he gives the camera. Uh, no, it's all of the our, our good friend uh, Matteo or whatever the Italian guy, the super Italian, the guy most with Italian the guy that's ever existed. Yes, doesn't get more Italian than him. He might get sacked, KJ. I wonder uh, if we're at risk of having like Leclerc be like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm waiting for Hamilton to move on and send me to Mercedes." Like, I I don't think that's anywhere near uh, the case, but. To have Verstappen just continue slowly creeping in to like wrap up another championship and it be far from like the headline of this season. Everything's been focused on Leclerc and Hamilton's longevity. And it just makes it that much more embarrassing for Ferrari. Um, I don't know that we would have had this if they wouldn't have hopped out to a quick start in the beginning, but I don't know. It, as as much as I was looking forward to drive to survive last season, I think this season with less of a clear headline about Hamilton and Verstappen, I think this will be interesting to see just how pissed off Leclerc is because he does not seem like the type that's just going to hold back because the cameras are around. True. That's a good call. I did not even think of that. Uh, ooh, an Aaron uh, Judge note. As we are, the noted baseball podcast of choice, us, big baseball guys, Ready for the race to October. Boys of the summer, if you will. Aaron Judge is on pace at 66 home runs. Bet you didn't realize that. Yeah, Dylan, um, but you didn't realize that. I did, actually. I okay. didn't know it was exactly 66, but I know he was on pace to flirt with the single-season record set by Barry Bonds. Mm. Of course, wow, he plays you, in you that You acknowledge that being the record, right? He plays in that Little League field in New York. Ooh. Okay. That field's a joke. A whole hole. It is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. And then, oh, uh, here's a note. KJ, I'll let you do the honors. Oh, yeah. And uh, happy football. As uh, we got, we get to watch two of the most unswaggy quarterbacks. Actually, they probably won't be playing at all. But uh, the Raiders and the Jaguars will play in the Hall of Fame game this week in Canton, Ohio. This week? Football? This Are you shitting Thursday. me? Yes. Get out of here. You hear this guy? I don't, I'm not going to watch. What I'm day? Not... What day? Thursday. Thursday okay. night. Um, next week, I think we should take some time just to look at the rearranged landscape of NFL broadcasts and where our play-by-play -play and color analysts will now be. Because as we know, uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are now Amazon Prime guys. Anybody else? Uh, and yeah, there's some perfect. movement elsewhere. Yeah, my good friends at Dude Perfect will be doing a uh, they will have their own stream. Feed. Yeah, famously, I played golf with them. 
No one's really talking about that. <laughs> and no, I know Did they people- use sticks or like they just do like foot kicks and they drop it from airplanes. They like actually play. We played one hole with a vortex. <laughs> drop it from airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and a lot of people have reached out like, dude, are you leaving the show to go to Dude, dude Perfect? And, and he might. No, there's no. He might be. At this time, there's no plan to do that at this time. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Dylan? You leave that up to your your, your team to decide. Thank- you just worry about podcasting. Yeah. Wow. That's like, <laughs> I don't even think about that stuff. I'm just trying to go out and, and do the best pods. Who's their financial backer? Do you know? Is it? What kind of money mm. is it? <laughs> Let's turn it I know at least back. one bag. Let's run it back. Y'all ready? Run it back. Of course, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Dylan goes out on the town looking for Austin P. according mm. to Dave. <laughs> Lubbock, previously dry, is now a wet county. Now in a wet county, I should say. Mm-hmm. Dylan, famously a small baller. KJ wouldn't answer the door for landlord, landlord Ron as he was on mushrooms. Shout out to Pixelated KJ, who made an appearance for about two minutes on the show. Baker is the kind of war zone teammate to hide upstairs in a house while the squad is getting slaughtered in the streets. In no way a reference to anyone we know. Promise. Call that me Black me Dust, KJ said emphatically. And finally, he did say that. KJ cracks a beer for our dear friend Brett. Shout out to our guy up there in New York. Love you, Brett. Well, for Dylan. For Black Dust, just want to say thank you guys for <laughs> the worst, worst impromptu nickname of all time. If you were in the boys, would that be your? You'd be that superhero. Yeah, I guess it'd be some sort of sandstorm. Like that'd be the thing. I'd be playing sandstorm constantly, and then I would turn into Black Dust. <laughs> Dylan, do you want us to call you White Dust? I don't think that'd be necessary, but I appreciate it. Give people the wrong impression. Yeah, especially with, if he's black dust and I'm white dust, us together might be a little problematic. Ooh, it's like a salt you know, and pepper like looking a skin asses. color thing. I don't, know. <laughs> don't need to do that. That's fair. All right, well, we'll see you all next week. Oh, hey, Thursday live streams coming up here in a little bit. Be prepared. Uh, you got about three, four weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. got time. Boys arranging childcare. Got yo God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Always a game changer. We'll talk about it when the time comes. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.